Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. And now, it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. That's right, live from the Battery Atlanta's The Buck Baloo Show, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. DT ready to go, our engineer, we got our producer, Adam Gillespie on site. And let's get to the big take. Bucks. Big take. Art plans on announcing tomorrow who his quarterback will be against the Vikings on Sunday. He needs to see where his guy Ritter is at before he makes the call. Are you kidding me? He's got to be bluffing, right? Surely Art knows the best option right now is Taylor Heineke. That was obvious to anyone watching the Titans game last Sunday. It was night and day. One was overwhelmed. The other thrived. You don't have to be smarter than the room to recognize that. And if the Falcons organization is concerned about Desmond Ritter losing his confidence if he gets benched, well, then they've got the wrong guy. Look him in the eye. Tell him the truth. Be real. We've got a shot to win the division and go to the playoffs. And right now, Heineke gives us the best shot to make that happen. So, Desmond, keep working, watch, and learn, and be ready. And if Ritter can't accept that without laying down in the fetal position, well, at least you know know what you've got. And look, if the organization is concerned about being wrong, about the image of them failing in the evaluation of Ritter, And the visual of benching Ritter, well, then that's absurd. Do you want to win or not? One more thing. The Falcons team deserves to have Heineke at quarterback on Sunday for one reason. He gives them the best shot at winning. Period. And there's your big take today. And that is brought to you by Daco Systems, heating and air for your HVAC repair. Contact locally owned Daco Daco Systems at DacoSystems.com, keeping Atlanta comfortable one day at a time. And by the way, our 10 o'clock hour sponsor, Dupree Plumbing. Go with the plumber I trust at Dupree. Score $50 off your next plumbing service at DupreePlumbing.com. So we got the trade deadline today in the NFL. Falcons have already made a move. They scooped up. Uh, the Eagles are loaded up with quality defensive linemen. 
And with Grady Jarrett now out for the season. By the way, awesome to hear Grady on the station after the knee injury. A lot of guys would have said, you know what, I'm not coming on. I know I've agreed to come on, but I'm not coming on. I got this knee injury. I just don't feel up to it today. Grady, you the man. Great job. A real pro out for the season. So the uh, Falcons have already done a deal. Fontenot, if you remember a year ago, had three trades that went down at the trade deadline. Remember, we sent Ridley, uh, Ridley down to Jacksonville. Was one of the three deals. Uh, so we go uh, and lean on the Eagles. They are loaded up with defensive linemen, and we bring in uh, Kentavious Street, who played in that Nielsen system down with the Saints last season, signed a one-year deal with the Eagles uh, as they tried to gain some quality depth. He's played in every game, has four tackles, so he must not have played very much. He will be a free agent, uh, free agent at the end of this season. Falcons didn't much, uh, didn't give up much to get him in here, and it provides a, a little help up front, which is what we need moving forward. Now it's nothing like what the Vikings are dealing with right now. We play them on Sunday. Minneapolis comes in, and their uh, their quarterback, big time quarterback, big money dude. Uh, out for the season with a torn Achilles. So you know Minneapolis right now is trying to get something done as far as the quarterback spot goes. Uh, could they be bringing in Ryan Tannehill from Nashville? I know he's injured right now, but he should be ready to go soon. Could it be they will uh, go after a guy that rescued them previously in Case Keenum. Remember him a couple of years ago, came in, did the job, and right now I believe he's uh, down in Houston with the Texans. So there's another answer. They're going to have to do something because they can't go with this rookie out of BYU and expect to uh, look like a professional football team right now. So do they – I know they got Sean uh, Mannion – on the practice squad, he is a uh, longtime veteran. Maybe they promote him and go with him on Sunday. One of the rumors is they might be going after that backup out in New Orleans, old Jameis. He's, he's itching for a starting job, and one's come open. Yeah, I think I'd probably pass on that one. I didn't tell you I'd do it, Buck. I'm yeah. just telling you what the rumors I think are. I'd, probably, I'd rather go Tannehill than go with Jameis. Jameis is uh, a little bit crazy. And has this reputation for throwing it to the wrong color jer jersey. That's a problem sometimes, right? A problem. Yeah, and that, his personality a little bit over the top. I think I'd have to pass on that one. So, yeah, we uh, wait another day until Art will explain who's going to be his quarterback. I think it's a no-brainer, really. I don't even think it's a decision to be made here. And we all saw it this past Saturday, as I said in the big take. I mean, if you didn't see that Heineke gives us a better shot of winning than Desmond Ritter, you must be blind. Or you've got no football acumen. And so what would be the reasons why the Falcons are so hesitant? Well, I pointed that out already as they, uh, they, they're afraid that Ritter will lose his confidence. Oh! Oh, please, 
Give me a break. Are you really concerned about that? Or is it the organization doesn't want to look bad? You know, they pushed, they shoved Ritter down our throats all during the offseason. Ritter's awesome. Ritter's great. Man, he's a worker. Boy, he's a great team guy. And then they bench him, and they're afraid of looking bad. From Arthur Blank to Rich McKay to Fontenot to Arthur Smith, they all huddled up. And, and all those former general managers they've got on staff, they, they got in that big executive boardroom, and they probably discussed it already. Hey, man, Art, if you bench Ritter, we're all going to look bad. And we don't want to look bad. Would you rather lose? Give me a break. Rise up. Are you kidding me? So we sit and wait as a fan base. Wait for the obvious. Now, I stopped watching 60 Minutes years ago. So we sit and wait. What will it be? We'll know tomorrow. And uh, hopefully we'll know before the show starts because I can't wait to talk more about this. Let's hear from Art talking about this quarterback situation. You want to play that player's strength, but, the, you know, operationally, I think what you saw yesterday, I mean, they both have their strengths in certain ways, but we were able to, to consistently stay on track a little bit better. Um, so whether, you know, a lot of those plays that we hit, they weren't just dropbacks or quick games. There were some good play-action shots, too. So it wasn't like this wholesale change. Yeah, and this idea what, uh, that, that he needs to see where Ritter's at, what does that mean exactly? His head has cleared from that fake concussion we heard about over the weekend. Or what what do you you want to see him on the practice field? Man, you've already seen all you need to see. Heineke's the best answer. He gives you the best shot of winning. And it's not even close. He just keeps kind of mentioning sort of, not really, the health of Des Ritter and all of this. And it's... confusing yeah it really is it's it, it to me it seems like That's a built-in excuse in case he doesn't want to play des that i i, I they just don't want to so they're as afraid you said, of looking bad. bad that's exactly what as it an is. organization as said, we yeah. went with the wrong guy we told you the wrong thing now we've got to bench him and we look bad do you want to win or not and i can't tell you how many times through the years as a falcons fan that i wondered this do they want to win or not? Because, you know, you can make money in this league by not even winning the National Football League. I don't believe Arthur Blank is one of those owners by any means, Buck. I, he, I believe he's doing then everything he can. Then why do we continuously make these bad decisions? Well, that's a great we question. We hire the wrong guy. We draft the wrong guy. We don't even draft the Georgia players who have won two consecutive national titles and are number one again this year. We pass on those dudes. How about them dogs? I got you back, Kirby. So a lot to keep up with today. The trade deadline. I think the Falcons have done all they're going to do. Hey, we got a big golf tournament coming up now. Sold out. You can't play even if you did show up with the money. Uh, with money in your hand, it's our inaugural extra 106.3-680 The Fan Veterans Day Golf Classic. Sold out. Coming up Monday, November the 7th. This coming Monday at Dogwood Golf Club in Austell. We're going to raise money for the Warrior Alliance. 
going to help our veterans and their families integrate into civilian life. And I wanted to mention a few of our sponsors, like uh, the PGA Tour Superstore, one of my favorite stores in town, Georgia Power, West Rock, Daniel Defense, and PXG. We appreciate all of the sponsors. Looking forward to the big golf tournament coming up on Monday. Hopefully the weather's going to be nice. That cold weather is uh, starting to creep in here. All right, coming up next, several reasons why dog fans should be confident on Saturday. Don't be scared like Road Dog. Going to drop that on you next. You got the Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. This Saturday, the Harris Here on the fan, appreciate you hanging out Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. And look, if you can't make it 10 to 11 with that fan mobile app, listen anywhere, anytime. We make it easy on you, so you can check it out there a little later in the day. Like Chad out in Hawaii most of the time, he's a P1 industry term. Uh, Translation, he listens all the time. In fact, I bet he's listening right now. Chad, what's going on, brother? I got to get out to Hawaii, uh, take my lovely wife before uh, before they uh, put me, what is it, six feet under? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. So Bulldog fans like Road Dog, I've been hearing a little bit. Uh, they are a, a little bit concerned about a letdown on Saturday. Really, it's twofold. Georgia coming off a big win over the Gators. Wonder what Mullen thinks about that. And then you come back the very next Saturday and you play Missouri, who's totally under the radar. And you suffer a letdown. Road Dog, you're concerned about this, aren't you? Yeah, I am, 100%. I'm worried about that offense uh, coming in and scoring a lot of points on us early and getting out us getting out slow. Now, Georgia has shown they've kind of gotten on track and are not as slow as they were to start the season. So my that worry of mine has dissipated a little bit, but it's still there in the back of my head. Well, let me try to comfort you over the next couple of minutes. Number one, Kirby Smart doesn't put up with letdowns. The leadership group uh, playing under Kirby Smart, they don't put up with showing up not ready to play. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Thank you, Buck. 
And also consider this. And it's something I really love because ever since I was a kid, I have been drawn to offensive football, specifically offenses that successfully pass the football. And that's exactly what Mike Bobo's offense is doing this season. We're leading with the passing game, just like I told you over the offseason. Right now, 51% pass, 49% run. A balanced approach with the Georgia Bulldogs under Mike Bobo. And you know what? Uh, it seems like the Bobo critics have gone into hiding. Uh, DT, have we had anybody call up, calling up complaining about Bobo lately? Yeah, I didn't think so. Because they're in hiding. And I wanted I want to make it known that was never my concern, Mike. Oh Bobo. yeah, I believed in Mike. Oh yeah, uh, you and did. I was behind that hire the moment it was announced. So yeah, that no was doubt. Never my concern uh, with the offense. You're just concerned about the letdown and Missouri coming in a little better than what people expect them to be. Off a of bye as well. Yeah, two weeks of preparation coming into the game. Well, let me try to make you feel a little better because Missouri on defense now. Look, I understand their offense is, is really really good, and I spoke about that yesterday. But the defense not so much. The Missouri defense allows more explosive plays than the 680 the fan flag defense does. Explosives, uh, plays over 20 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards. Missouri's given it up. Now, they do play a pressure style of scheme on defense, and maybe that's one of the reasons why. They're giving up these big plays. When you play man-to-man on in the secondary, you're going to get exposed occasionally because it's really, really hard as a defensive back to cover these receivers all over the field. But uh, because they blitz, because they play a lot of cover zero, they do get to the quarterback. 24 sacks. They've got nine sacks in the last two weeks. The last two games. Both SEC opponents. Their pressure rate is 40%, which is number 12 in college football. Their blitz rate, 37%. 20, uh, 20th highest in college football defensively. So this is what they do on defense. They bring pressure. And then they get exposed on the back end. And let me just say that Mike Bobo and his offensive staff have done an outstanding job week to week of game planning and play calling. I give them an A+. The offensive line for Georgia, not talked about enough. Outstanding in pass protection. Georgia... Their offensive line, they've allowed only six sacks this season. Six. And they're leading with the passing game. Giving it a B plus. I'm giving that an A plus. By the way, Green, that rookie left tackle, has been outstanding. They've played three right tackles so far this season. Two left guards. Center and the right guard have played every game. So they've had to change it up. It hadn't been the same five guys. And their offensive line continues to be outstanding.
six sacks the entire season. They've also got a deep and talented receiving core, the best I've seen in recent memory. i got to go back to Aaron Murray's days to see a collection of quality receivers that Georgia has right now. It's been a while, and I credit Brian McClendon for making that happen, the wide receiver coach who's done an outstanding job. So you put all that together. You got a coordinator that's doing an awesome job game planning and play calling. You got an offensive line that does an outstanding job in pass protection. You've got a deep and talented receiving core. And you've got a quarterback that is getting the job done to the tune of being number 10 in college football nationally and total QBR. You put all that together. And you get a team that is doing some major damage throwing the ball around. And I just love it. This is what I love to see. And and because you're able to have a balanced approach and continue to run the ball, then the play action, the run action fake comes into be a uh, very big problem for defenses out there. Uh, just take a look at the Florida game last week. The run action fake sucks that defense, that front seven in, and now you've got even more room, uh, room to throw the football. So don't be scared of Missouri. Don't be scared. I, and I watched the de- their defense on video last night, did a little – a little film study, video study, and I saw a front seven that's very aggressive and very athletic. Uh, they do have some quality depth. They play a number of guys in that front seven. They like to blitz and stunt, try to confuse the protection schemes. But this Georgia team, because of the way their coordinator is calling plays and setting up plays and the way they're protecting and the way this entire receiving core is deep and talented, look for Beck to have a big, big day on Saturday. Big day on Saturday. So I hope you're not scared. And hope you'll uh, have time to drop on by one of our uh, two back-to-back weeks of free 680 Harris Tailgate Series tailgates coming up prior to the dog game. Now, we got a great location behind the Athens Banner Herald, and we want to thank Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, The Long Drink, Jim Beam, Corona, Body Armor, Flash IV, and Zero FG Energy Drink. Get your free tickets now at 680thefan.com slash tailgate central. Now, come on, man. You know you got to be 21 or older to attend. Yeah, don't be scared, man. Come on. Now, we got some other big games out there in college football. LSU and Alabama. 745 under the lights in Tuscaloosa. And this is a big-time rivalry here we're talking about. They've played every year since 1964. And Alabama's gotten the best of them. Uh, since the Bear retired in 82, Alabama, this thing has become tightened up a little bit. Alabama holds a 23-15-1 edge over LSU. Saban's 11-4 against LSU since he took over at Alabama. 
Last season, LSU won a thriller, 32-31 in overtime. Coach Kelly got a chance to uh, feel like what it was like to beat Alabama. They split the last four games. And this one, uh, this one should be another entertaining matchup. And one of the reasons why is because you got two of the best, uh, most electric quarterbacks in college football. Jaden Daniels, Jalen Milrow. We're talking about dual threat, big play, skilled quarterbacks. Daniels, number two in total QBR. Milrow, number 18 in total QBR. Now Saban says this is the best offense in college football. Jaden Daniels with 30 total touchdowns. And he has gotten a lot better in reading coverage and uh, making quick decisions. I'm sure the NFL scouts are paying attention to that. They get a lot of chunk plays, whether it's him throwing the ball downfield or scrambling. Uh, Runs over 20 to 30 yards on broken plays. He has been just outstanding. And a lot of fun to watch. And I believe we got Nick Saban talking about him. Well, I, I think there's lots of challenges. You know, you you got to read, run, pass, um, and they got a good play-action game. They'll seven-man protect and throw vertical routes. They probably made more explosive plays running and passing than you know any team we played in recent times. So, um, you know, you got to guard them. You got to keep them cut off, um, and you got to be disciplined in your eye control so that you have the best opportunity to do that. Um, you know, play zone, play man, play pattern match sometimes, try to mix it up. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's the key to the drill. Uh, if you let guys get behind you, you don't get people cut off, you're probably going to give up big plays because they got a good thrower uh, and guys that can go up and get the ball. Yeah, and I think it's useless to have a spy on Jaden Daniels because he's just going to make the spy miss. <laughs> What's going on there? Now, Milrow has totally improved from week to week since he regained the quarterback job. Getting ready for Ole Miss. The Tide has not scored fewer than 24 points. He's been hitting a lot of deep shots. He can throw it vertically. Looks very comfortable doing that. And he can uh, scramble and pick up those first downs, which are huge also, let's hear from Coach Kelly talking about Milrow throwing that deep ball. You know, I think at first, you know, there was this sense that he was just going to run all over the place, right? This is going to be a running quarterback, but but he's not, and, and he is a threat to run. There's no doubt about that. But he's going to stand in the pocket. He's going to throw the football. And the, the way they create offense is, is through a balance of running the football, uh, formationing you so you can get some shots down the field. And he throws the ball well, and he can hit the open targets. He can push the ball down the field. And so I think what, what he's done really well is when he's been given the opportunity to take shots down the field, he's hooked up. I think that that's been impressive. Yeah, he's been hooking it up over there at Alabama. Big question here is can Alabama, their offense, can they keep up with the LSU offense? LSU scored 30-plus five games in a row. We're talking about quality competition, too. You look at Alabama, they've scored 30-plus twice all season. Now, the LSU defense has given it up. They've allowed 30-plus four times. FSU, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Missouri have all scored over 30 points against them. 
So can the Alabama offense keep up? Can't wait to see this one on Saturday night. A couple of other big games nationally. Out in the Pac-12, got UW taking on USC. That's, that's a good one. 7.30 kickoff out in L.A. Another good quality quarterback matchup there. You got Michael Penix, Caleb Williams going at it. This show is going to be spectacular. West Side. You're a football fan that likes to see the ball in the air, then you're looking forward to seeing this one. Penix and Williams are going to put on a great show. Huskies with a shot. The college football playoffs. The Trojans, uh, two losses, they're done. And their defense is horrible. That Alex Grinch, he might want to be looking around uh, for the next job. Can they even get a stop against UW? I'm talking about during the four quarters. One stop. They did not play last season. But uh, this one looking like it'll be pretty entertaining. What's the over-under in that game, Buck? I'm not sure. The 112? Huskies, uh, Huskies favored by three and a half. Uh, and then you got Bedlam out of the Big 12. Bedlam. Come on, man. I, it seems like the media blows us up all the time, and I guess I'm playing into it. Bedlam. The 118th matchup in this rivalry, and apparently this might be the last time they match up. With Oklahoma heading to the SEC, and Oklahoma's next schedule opening is 2031. So this game, this uh, bedlam is going away. And it's probably a good thing because Oklahoma has dominated this thing. Sooners 91 19 and 7 against Oklahoma State. Basically, what? they win 77% of the time. Bedlam. I'm ready to give up the fight. 3.30 kickoff in Stillwater. Some of what's going on Saturday in college football. So yesterday, uh, Road Dog was over in Athens, and Gillespie doing a great job. He will corral these players, these Georgia Bulldog players, and I'm not sure what he does to convince them to come over, sit down, and allow me to interview them. You know the physical manpower it takes to corral a guy like Cedric Van Pran? It's good. It's a good thing we have the Road Dog here. Yeah, and Road Dog, I'm telling you, he must have a staff over in Athens because you got the Kirby press conference going on at the same time as these players are available. So you got to corral them. You got to make sure the equipment's where. I mean, Road Dog doing a great job over there. And he convinced Cedric Van Pran to sit down with me again this week. And, and here's that interview. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, 49, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Joining me now on the Bulldog Roundtable here on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line, Georgia Center, Cedric Van Prant. Hey, Sad, congrats on a good job down in Jacksonville. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, you did the job on those big nose tackles we were talking about last week. Uh, how'd that 400 pounds feel? 
<laughs> uh, it was heavy. It was heavy for sure. Uh, but in all seriousness, he's a great player. Um, I just want to shine the light on my guards. Uh, I think Michael Morris, you know, Tate Rallage and Dylan Fairchild, Dylan Fairchild, excuse me, they did a tremendous job of just being that help I needed. Um, I think that they did a tremendous job of being able to support me. And when they had the opportunity to hold it all on their own, um, they did that. So I think that our guards did an amazing job last week. You know, one of the things I really appreciate about your scheme offensively is this is a balanced approach that you guys take on offense. You, I mean, some weeks you got to pound them with a run game. Other weeks you got to hit them with a passing game. And you guys seem to be able to mix it in there really nice. Uh, balanced approach against Florida. That was a job well done. I appreciate it. Uh, I think that we've done a tremendous job, and that's uh, that's credit to Coach Bobo. I think Coach Bobo does a tremendous job of putting us in the best scenarios to be able to play balance like that. I think that our offense um, complements each other well as far as the pass and the run. Um, our receivers are bought into blocking, and uh, we're we're bought into blocking as long as we can, you know, so they can be explosive down the field. So I think everybody is working well with each other, and I think that's a credit to Coach Bobo. Yeah, Dajan Edwards with a big day, 15 carries over 100 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Man, he ran tough. <laughs> he always does. The same thing we've been seeing in practice for the past four years. So I'm extremely pr- proud of Dajon and what he's accomplished so far. McConkey, good to have him back in there making plays, right? Were you concerned when he was out with that back injury? Were you concerned about whether he's going to get back in there or not? He looked great. Uh, he did look great. Um, wasn't concerned about whether he would get back. I think more so you're concerned about Lad as a person. Um, you know, that being your brother, that being your teammate, you just want to make sure that he's good. And ultimately, of course, you want to have him back. But I think the biggest thing for us as a team was just making sure that we didn't want him to feel like he was rushed. We didn't want him to feel like he had to come back and be Superman. We wanted them to heal and take care of himself because ultimately uh, his health is more important than uh, what we want to do in the long run. Yeah, a lot of people wondering uh, how you guys would operate with Brock Bowers out of there, and it looked like uh, basically just spread the ball around to the other playmakers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a testament to uh, Coach Bobo. I think he did a tremendous job of giving us a game plan, and I think we uh, did a pretty good job, God, God willing, um, and, and we were able to execute there. Yeah, and Beck went back home and put on a really good show, made a lot of good throws, a lot of good decisions, and he's been doing that all season. Yes, sir. I think Carson has been playing really, really good. Uh, and I think that goes to his preparation. Carson spends a lot of time watching film. Um, and then I think Coach Bobo does an amazing job preparing him during meetings and things like that, showing him things that he may miss in his own preparation. So um, I think Carson has done a tremendous job of just preparing um, in the week of practice, after practice, you know, just throughout the week before the game to make sure that he's in the best possible uh, situations. Hey, had a chance to scout out this Missouri uh, offense uh, this week uh, earlier. We left really impressed. But uh, what can you tell me about their defense? I hadn't had a chance to look at them yet. So what I know about Missouri, haven't had the chance to um, fully take a deep dive into their film, but watching TV copies of games, uh, they're extremely disruptive. I think they play well together. They play fast. They fly to the ball. Um, they have a they have a great, great D-line. Um, those guys play really hard and physical up front. Um, so I would say overall they're just dis- disruptive. How do you prevent the letdown? I, I bumped into some Georgia fans that were a little concerned uh, coming off a big win over the Gators that – you might take Missouri lightly, and I sort of chuckle at that because Kirby and this coaching staff and you guys, the upperclassmen, during this great run you've been on, done a great job of handling just getting ready week by week, man. What's, what's the key to getting everybody ready to go every week? 
So I think, um, like you said, taking it week by week and understanding that, you know, Florida was a great opponent and uh, God allowed us to get a, a get a victory there, but that's over. Um, and that ended yesterday. Um, the minute you wake up, you know, on Sunday, that's over. Um, and it's just understanding that Missouri is a great team. Um, we can't afford to sleepwalk. We can't afford to overlook them because the matter of the fact is, is that um, they probably should be undefeated, um, just really what it is. Um they they lost a tough game to LSU, um, but that game really could have went either way. So uh, Missouri is, is definitely one of the best teams in the country, and uh, we definitely will treat them that way. These dog fans, they don't take any weeks off, though. They're going to show up big for you, right? What What's your message to the uh, fan base coming into this one? Well, I would just say that uh, 3.30 on Saturday, we want Dog Nation to be as loud as possible. They can affect the games in ways that we can on the field. And uh, we really ask and, you know, pray that they can get out there and affect the game in ways that we can. So we appreciate them either way. But uh, 3.30 on Saturday, we want to hear Sanford rocking. Hey, we got the fans now. We're all interested this week. The college football playoff ranking comes out for the first time. Is, is that something you'll pay attention to? No, sir. I don't blame you. I wouldn't be worried about that either. Just keep winning, man. I appreciate it. Cedric, thanks so much for your time. Best of luck. Thank you. God bless. Ced's the man. I really appreciate him and Road Dog for getting that lined up. Hey, uh, join the fan and Chuck and Chernoff. They'll be broadcasting live, I'm talking about on Thursday, beginning at 2 o'clock. Buffalo Wild Wings, Peachtree Corners for the Atlanta Football Feast, hanging out until 8 p.m. Isn't a better place to be on Thursdays this football season than Buffalo Wild Wings Sports Bar. Stop on in there today. The boys will be out there on Thursday. Peachtree Parkway and Peachtree Corners. That is my neck of the woods over there. All right, coming back on the other side, a big reveal. I've got some changes in my NFL Top 5. I'll share that next. Got the Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Show here on the fan. Final segment of today's show. And it goes fast. I believe, though, the morning show went long, so does that mean I get to go long? I mean, they get like six hours. I got to squeeze it all into less than one. Doesn't seem fair. Can we get them out on time? Do I sound like Kincaid? He used to complain about that all the time. All right, let's squeeze it in, man. I got my uh, Buck Blue Show NFL Top 5. Let's drop it. 
The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, heading into week number nine, we start at the top. And speaking of old Kincaid, Philadelphia, number one, moving up from the second slot. And uh, Philadelphia settling into that top spot in the National Football League. That's all I want to say about that. Number two, I got the Baltimore Ravens. They move up from four. They've won three in a row. Lamar's rolling. They got that tough defense. Baltimore, the Ravens, checking in at number two this week. Number three, coming off that shocking defeat in Denver, the Kansas City Chiefs. Can they find a legitimate weapon at wide receiver? I know they got a tight end this excited to play these days. Need to develop a little uh, threat outside of that all-pro tight end they've got. And they've got a showdown with the Dolphins coming up Sunday morning in Germany. Looking, uh, well, I'm going to miss that. Should be a good, entertaining game, though. Chiefs at three. I got the Jags number four. They've won five in a row. And Trevor Lawrence, man, he's playing at a high level over these last four games. They're going to take the week off this week. I got the Jags moving up from five to four. And back into the power five. Road Dogs' favorite team, the Detroit Lions. They are tough. And they kicked the Raiders' butt last night. Detroit now 6-2. and two. Uh, I considered the Dolphins and the Cowboys just for a second. They didn't make the cut. So, Belushio, NFL top five heading into week nine. I got the Eagles one, Ravens two, Chiefs three, Jags four, and the Lions five. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Hey, and we got our big uh, Dirty Bird tailgate coming up this Sunday. Free tailgate from 10 to 1 right outside the uh, MBS. Come stop by and enjoy some uh, complimentary drinks. We got some food. You want to download your free tailgate ticket now at 680thefan.com slash tailgate central. Got to be 21 or older and have a proper ID. Huge thanks to Harris, Cherokee Casino and Resorts, Flying Biscuit Cafe, Larceny Bourbon, The Long Drink, Corona, Deep Eddy Vodka, Batteries Plus, The Georgia Hemp Company, and Body Armor, Flash Ivy. <sighs> I got it in. Yeah, let's go to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. <laughs> the old final word. Final word today is I want to invite you, Georgia fans, to come on out prior to kickoff against Missouri this Saturday in Athens at the Georgia Bookstore. Got an autograph opportunity from one to three. And you got the Jaguars and former Bulldog great Trayvon Walker is going to be on the scene. Jags off this week, and Trayvon will be there at the bookstore signing autographs prior to the game. Also, Chris Conley, former Georgia and NFL wide receiver. Man, he was good. Always wanted to just go out in the backyard and throw it around with Conley. 
Uh, catch radius is all I think about when I think of Yeah, like he was that. he was excellent. Uh, so those former Bulldog greats will be on the scene. Plus, I'll be there signing my book, Inside the Hedges. And looking ahead, November almost here to make a great Christmas gift, I'm just saying. Can't make it, you can find it and purchase that at InsideTheHedges.com. Hey, tune in to uh, Nick and Chris. They got the business of sports segment every week on the fan, presented by Southern Company. They might have that today. And that's coming up next. Appreciate you hanging out with me. Stay tuned. Nick and Chris next on the fan. Thank you, Buck. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. 